Welcome to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. I am your host, Claudine Wolk. You can find me at my Substack account, claudinewolk.substack.com. We're talking all about publishing and book marketing. If you have decided that you want to write a book and you're trying to figure out how to publish it, or maybe you've already written a book and you're trying to figure out how to market it, this is the podcast slash Substack for you. Our goal is to give you great tips, by example in some cases, to help you get your book seen and sold. So join us through the newsletter or the podcast today and get your book seen and sold. With us today is Kelly Simmons. She is the author of six novels. She's a former journalist and advertising creative director and teaches in the Drexel University's MFA program. She is somewhat of a local girl living in Delaware County. Her novels are sold in a dozen countries. Kelly just debuted a serial fiction podcast with Hollywood's Speak Studio. If you love suspense, listen to Open the Window. Welcome, Kelly. <laughs> Way to make it sound suspenseful. <laughs> it certainly is. I, I tour right through it. So for, for the audience members who don't know what we're talking about, tell us what is a serial fiction podcast? Okay. So this is one of the terms for what it is, and other people call it audio drama. Um, there's and I'm sure there's other terms as well, but it's basically a podcast that you listen to in order, right? And tells a story in order um, and it's fiction. So it's not true crime. It's not, you know, it's fiction. It's, a, it's, a, it's like listening to a novel, but it's short and super, super quick. Okay. All so. right. So it's like listening to a book, but it's not an audio book in the sense that it's not a book. It was created as a listening book. That's a much better way to put it. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. It's not, it did not start its life as a book or a short story or anything meant to be taken in by your eyes. It was created for the ear, for sure. Excellent. That's that's the biggest difference to me, whether whether the listener can pick up on that or not, you know, I have to leave it to the listener. But that's that's what I created it for, yes. And you would say this is more of a new platform? Uh, it definitely is, although it's been picking up steam in the last couple of years. You definitely see more of them, but where it differs from others is that it's not this big scale production with a lot of actors and sound effects and music. It's it's much more um, intimate, and um, it's a first-person narration instead of a, a whole cast of characters telling the mystery. Okay, so with Open the Window, which you can find more information about if you're interested uh, at speakstudiopodcasting.com uh, and also on Kelly's website, which is kellysimmonsbooks.com. Um, so for Open the Window... Uh, you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts, as I did. And it's something that Kelly actually wrote herself, and she does the narration. I, for one, love to listen to the authors narrate their own books. A lot of people have said that they appreciate that um, when when authors do it, because they know that the author's intent is coming through. Um, and I think that a lot of authors do know exactly how to read their work, for sure. That's whether their voice is strong or not. And I don't think my voice is particularly strong, but you do know how to read it, for sure. Oh, uh, your voice is terrific. I thought 
Yeah. I mean, it just makes all the difference to me, although the story itself was great. And Kelly's already written and had success. She's uh, written six novels so far. Do I have that right? One, two, three, four, five, six. Actually, I just released my seventh um, <gasps> in, in the spring, but that's okay. Cool. Um, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And what, and, is, what um, is the seventh called? It's called The Last House Party. The Last House Party. Okay, cool. Um, so this is a completely different genre for you. So how did you get involved in creating a serial podcast? Well, um, it was something that I've been thinking about for a long time because um, a group that I work with called The Liars Club did an interview style author podcast for years. Um, we were we caught the trend early. Um, we're just wrapping up our final um, season, um, hundreds and hundreds of episodes. Um, and it was quite a grind and it was quite a lot of work. Um, but, you know, when we would have time to like take a break, we'd be like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to do something, you know, that was fiction? Wouldn't it be cool um, to, to get actors and to, you know, do something large? So I had been dreaming about it for a long time. And then um, Speak.Studio had a... Um, a partnership arrangement with the Tall Poppy Writers, another group that I'm involved with. And they were looking for content and looking for ideas for different kinds of podcasts, all kinds of podcasts, whether it was interviewing writers or um, reviewing books, you know, um, anything book related they were open to. So I pitched the idea to them and that's how it got started. And how long, how long did it take you to write it? It didn't take me that long to write it. It took me maybe a month and a half. I I had the idea and it was pretty clear to me how I wanted it to start and how I wanted it to end. So um, once you have the, you know, having the idea is the hard part. But uh, yeah, it didn't take me that long to write. It took me a while to record because I was a chicken. So um, but once I got got over my nerves, um, I recorded it in a pretty, pretty short period of time as well. It took a long time to go to get from concept to being live because of a lot of different reasons on on speaks end and not on my end but um yeah it, it went really fast and that's one of the cool things about it when you're doing it yourself really um you have a little more control over how quickly it it you know how quickly it goes right uh, it's like self-publishing that way you know um when you're not relying on another narrator or another editor things like that which I know a lot of people consider. They consider doing podcasts on their own. They consider doing, you know, just the way they consider self-publishing. They might consider, you know, self-podcasting. I think I just invented that term. <laughs> self-podcasting, absolutely. <laughs> so tell us, was it, you recorded it yourself. Is that, you know, as a radio station, we have, uh, you know, we have had to learn how to record ourselves and, and get things edited properly and get them to the station with, uh, right. with the advent right. of COVID. Um, yep. So now we yep. all kind of know how to do that. But it's, it's not an easy thing to learn. No. Uh, what, how no. did you find the process? And and that did take place during during the pandemic. So so they were they were geared up and you know completely used to doing it too because they're a production company and they'd been doing all kinds of things that way. And I knew a little bit about it from from working in advertising, having had to you know gather you know content from people in very un less than ideal circumstances and have to talk them through it on the phone, editing the same way. So I knew I knew some of what what I was in for, but. 
where I was very grateful to have uh, to have an, an editor and a sound gen- sound engineer guiding me through it because I didn't really know anything about the settings. Um, I didn't know what kind of microphone to get. I didn't know any of those things. So they helped me with that. But the part that was the most nerve wracking was being in the same place, having my voice be the same, making sure the room was super quiet, as quiet as it could be. And I knew I knew that that was important. And obviously, you know, I live in I live in a creaky old house. I don't live in a in a, in, a, in a studio. So, right. yeah. Yeah, it makes a difference. How, how long did it take? So how many episodes and how long did it take you to record? There are 10 episodes. And I did it in, I think, two or three batches. I thought I might be able to do them all in one day. That was very clearly ill-advised <laughs> because my voice didn't hold up and I didn't I didn't choose the right time of day and I had to start over. So then I remembered that I sounded best in the morning and that I should really do it at the same time. And yeah, I did it. And I think it was three batches and I had to throw some away like because I didn't have the you know, I didn't have the editing software um, or any of those types of tools. And there was there was noise outside my house. There was construction. Uh, there was stuff even even I could hear, you know, in the recording. So I was like, if I can hear it, I, I know there I know there's problems. And that's why, you know, a sound there's something glorious about a soundproof booth, you know, and someone telling you to start over and telling you that you'd done it wrong. And, you know, I knew from doing voiceover work in advertising that I knew the problems with my voice. I knew that I didn't project particularly well. I knew that I popped all my peas. I, I mean, I knew I knew all these things. So I was like, how are they going to fix those things? So, but they did. Yeah. They so did. I wasn't, wasn't entirely alone, but I was partially alone. Right. Yeah. I think one of the things that people don't know about doing voiceovers or audio narration is that your voice can actually go on you where... Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. If you don't take care of it, and obviously, you know, I'm not an opera singer. I don't know how to take care of my voice. I'm just a human being. <laughs> um, and I've never had to read for more than, you know, 45 minutes or an hour at a time. You do, if you do television commercials, it just doesn't take that long, right? Um Whereas something that's longer format, I mean, or an audio book, I mean, the, the amount of hours that that takes, it really can take a lot out of your out of your voice for sure. For yep, sure. Yep. And you you brought up the the fact that you were taping it yourself and where what part of your house did you find? I did it in my dining room. <laughs> okay. And because it's in the center of the house. And it's protected, you know, from a lot of the um, exterior noise that happens on the street side and the, um, and I have a a neighbor that's noisier. And I kind of, I did some tests (laughs) and it also has a carpet in it. It has a lot of furniture in it. So I don't know, it just seemed, it seemed like the quietest versus, you know, going into a closet, I suppose would have been would have been quieter, but I didn't want to do that. Right. So. It's too bad you can't, you know, inform the neighbors, hey, could you could y'all keep it down? I need to record exactly. something important here. Stop building your swimming pool. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's neat. Well, the the end result is fantastic. And I did listen to it. For anyone, I think we've talked on the show a lot about podcasts, but if you go on, if you have an iPhone, you can listen from your iPhone on your podcast app. Um, that's the easiest way. And you can listen anywhere, but you can also listen from a website. You can go right on the website and you can listen to all the episodes right from your computer. Um, so it's it's really fun and easy to do. But I was listening to it when I was driving and I was trying to get to a doctor's appointment. And I was I was so enthralled with what you were saying. I like totally missed the exit and you made oh, me no. late. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but it, it was very good. So 
can you give me an idea of Kelly's voice when she's doing narration for this kind of book? Does it change that way? Are you acting? Oh, it totally is. In fact, when when I told people that I was doing it, you know, people that didn't know that I did actually do voiceovers, you know, um, occasionally, they were like, what? Because I just don't pay any attention to how I sound. And, you know, <laughs> who but does? No, who when does? I, when yeah. I, I don't. I don't. And I don't sound like I would have any ability whatsoever. And I'm not saying I have a ton of ability, but I definitely have <laughs> a, a, a narrator type of voice for sure. Yep. Let's see if I can do it. There was a time. No, that doesn't even sound right either. It does. It sounds good. Keep going. There was a time when I wouldn't have been able to do this, but that time was past. That's uh, awesome. Does that sound different? Yes, yeah. I it mean, does. I, I definitely I get into I get into like a hunch. I'm kind of like this. Right. Um, I'm like narrow. It's like I'm not looking at things. I'm just really focused on like an internal type of world. Yes. Um, yes. And I have to be very still too, you know, obviously, because you don't want to pick up any you know, any um, moving sounds or your earrings jangling or anything like that. Right. So, um, right. I mean, we could go off on a whole tangent of, on this because I just think the whole the whole subject is fascinating. Writing and recording audio like this. Do you feel like you're in your own world and do you love that? Like everything else goes away or is it just stressful? It's both, but I definitely get into some sort of tunnel for sure. And, you know, I felt it afterwards because I'd feel it in my body. I'd realized that I was like, leaning over and I was just into the microphone in a way that, you know, you're not, I'm not, I'm not moving around. I'm not using my hands. And I use my hands a lot when I do talk Um, on video. I see it, you know, um, almost too much sometimes. So the not moving and the the stillness definitely gets you into a a very specific place, (laughs) but it is stressful because you realize you're holding yourself still and it's unnatural. And yet, you know, having having directed a lot of real talent and real actors you know i see how they move you know they're comfortable they know they know how to be quiet when they're doing it and they really get into it you know if they keep their mouth in the same place right but they move their hands they know how to back off the mic and back in but I don't have those skills. So I had to just go into the zone. There you go. I love it. Okay. So for anyone just joining us, we're talking to author Kelly Simmons. You can find her at Kelly Simmons Books, that's plural.com. And she's talking about the new serial fiction podcast that she has released with a Hollywood Speak Studio. And it's called Open the Window. It's very good. If you're into suspense, you'll love it. Uh, and it's not an existing book. It's something completely new that she wrote specifically as a serial fiction podcast. You've been listening to Get Your Book Seen and Sold with Claudine Walk, my Substack account, Claudine Walk. Sign up for my newsletter today.